what's your history with Annie Flag? How do you feel? Why Annie Flag? Why why'd you feel okay doing this? So thing? like growing up with uh, listening to punk rock and stuff like that, whatnot. Um, you always, especially like growing up in Southie, you, we grew up drinking way earlier than we should have. I did. That's, that's an interesting take. <laughs> but Annie Flag, I don't think of Annie Flag as like a I drinking think, well, anti-government. Like, <laughs> I think. Yeah, but drinking this children. My, no, but in other words, like my fondest memories of Annie Flag are like drink, drink, punk, Captain Anarchy, Spaz's House Destruction Party. Okay. Like, sure, and sure, then sure, it sure. goes into like. 911 for Peace, Underground Network, you know, Seattle was a riot. But, like, those first, like, awesome party songs, those are the way That's that... That's what gets you going. Th- yeah, yeah, like, um, like lyrics in Drink, Drank, Punk, we got drunk at the mall. Like, I, yeah. I yeah, still yeah, remember yeah. us... Um, what was it's it? It's funny that you're, like, pulling out probably what they would consider their B-sides. It's like... <laughs> right. No, no, no. We're not about this at all. It's just songs that sort of fell into our laps. We needed to fill out a record yeah. with these party songs. Oh, right. But they're so good. They are good. No, they're not good. <laughs> they're awesome. I like the party songs. Well, okay, so That's let's go like Angry, Young, and Poor. Those are great songs, Angry, too. Poor, In yeah. other words, I think the big thing for me was they were – the bass lines are always catchy as fuck. Um, but they kind of – they were faster. Back in the day when I was listening to them and going yeah. to the shows and stuff. They've certainly hit a BPM for the last couple of records that is like consistently riding around this like mid tempo rock. Yeah, they're not right. yeah, they're not going for like breakneck speeds or anything anymore. Nope. And that's I remember listening to them the same way I was listening to like The Unseen or, you know, a, a lot of like other fast punk rock bands that the reason why I really liked them is because they were fast and edgy and stuff like that. And when I listen to the Amy Flag stuff of present, I can't do it because it reminds me of just. Um, you feel like they've slowed down that much? There's like a lack. Oh of, yeah, a lack of energy. Yeah. Wow. Well, I, I don't. I wouldn't say I don't a, feel that strongly. About I wouldn't it. say a lack of energy per se because I don't know. I mean, yes, yeah. You know what? That might be the perfect way to put it because the stuff seems like it gets slower. It seems. I mean, obviously, as bands get bigger and they're you know, whatever, um, their stuff gets more polished. It seems like it's a little bit too polished. Mm. And oh, I, I kind of yeah. like, yeah. I don't think you can be this trying to be crust punk anarchist thing. That sounds like the back backup vocals got, you know, right. Nobody, tuned. nobody's polishing the brick they're throwing through the window. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it sort of feels, it feels forced. Yeah, Absolutely. I get that. I don't think I'd still the thing for me, like coming in and listening to all these records, the fucking fifteen or sixteen records I didn't even yeah, know God existed bless after this. I, I couldn't do it. Uh, <laughs> it all sounds the same to me. It all just it sounds like they've never tried anything different. That? They're just trying to make the same songs over and over and over again. There's a great bass line. It's got it's a little up tempo. I, I will agree they have slowed down. I think that's generally what happens to bands when you're not. I mean, they're probably what 50, 60 years old now. <laughs> but at this they, point but you flag. still gotta play those no, other songs I live. I don't think they're no. That they're old. like probably in their. They're probably like in their forties. They're probably in their still. 40s. But I think you they generally people like at musicians they tend to slow down. You, you don't keep that breakneck speed. But I think they're still writing punk songs over and over and over again it's the, there's a bass line and then there's a distorted guitar and then there's a lead but it's not a solo and then they sing something about the government i don't know i i think more so and i was think i was trying to sort of 
compare this to any other band I could think of. Like, and the only thing that came to to mind was, and I know I'm gonna get so much fucking shit for this, but in terms of the From clash, all of our listeners, in terms of the clash, in comparing terms of, Andy Flag to the Clash. Well, in terms of this, in terms of like, there was there were records they that led up instruments. To, there were records that 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 were awesome and stuff, and then Sandinista came out, and a lot of people like Sandinista. I fucking hate it. Get out of this room. I think. <laughs> I, I think fucking hate it. Just leave. I yeah. think there's a really good record in Sandinista, but. What the fuck does that mean? No, but <laughs> you can both leave. <laughs> Welcome back to Sandinista Talk with Liam. We're going to just discuss how great this record is. I'm not a huge fan of, of multi uh, record records. Disc records. Well, I'm not a big. You know, what? I'm not a big fan of when bands I'm, do their like strange artistic approach in the complete different thing. Like I, I'm not I a big. Well, I, I think those bring, are all my favorite. I wanted records. to bring oh, that I, up. I just, like, do you think that? Um, I guess like just, if Slayer did an acoustic album, I wouldn't be about it. Like, <laughs> sure, but do you think that there's like? But do you think Andy Flag has a Sandinista? I don't think. I Andy think Flag it is. Does. I think. I think you can not so much see the. In other words, the where it started changing, and that's the what I want to say. In other words, like so, the records heading up to San, Sandinista were like rock records and stuff like right. that. In terms of Andy Flag. Don't, yeah, spoil, let's bring it, don't spoil the lead. Let's don't spoil it, the lead. Yeah, let's bring it back to, to the band that we're talking about. No, but I, I do I have a question about the limitations of the genre. Right? Like you're a political punk band. That's right. what you are. Yeah. But I listen Not to but, Tom though, because they're a party punk band. They're a party Tom. punk band. <laughs> well no, no. I'm, no, I, I think it but it But are you, you're not you're not allowed, are you? Rather, let me phrase it as a question: Are you not allowed to do different things as a musician? Certain things. No, I I think you are. I but here's the thing: if if I am a fan of your band, of the way that you were writing music for five or six records, mm-hmm. and I was a fan of that, and you do something completely different, like have children choirs in your songs, sure, yeah. or as start they- hitting like the highest notes I've heard on a punk rock record ever. Like in some of these later anti flag CDs, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that I have. To, I'm not going to just be like, You're not oh, following I'm, along. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going to yeah. just love your record because anti flag put it out. I'm not going to same way. I'm not going to love a record just because that the Clash put it out. Sure, you know, it's right. that's the way it is. To you seem me. to have a bone to pick with the Clash. I, I think, we'll revisit that especially later. Especially Sandinista. <laughs> I fucking hate Sandinista. That's next season. Next uh, season. I think that's generally the discussion we're trying to have too. Yeah. Is like when. Just because it's the same four dudes making the same music together, that doesn't mean it's anti-flag anymore. I, I think that's important to – for me, that's where I'm drawing the line with a lot of these with what should have been their last is like what what is anti-flag as a band? And like so wherever we cut the thing on the fifth record or whatever, that, that could have been a great record as something else called fucking No Flag or whatever you want to call it. I don't. That's a like, great point. I think – for me, it's like uh, whatever statement you want to make as a band. I love Sandinista. I also love Global Go-Go, which is the Mescaleros. That couldn't have been a Clash record. Mm-hmm. It's a Mescaleros record. That record is great. And it's probably my favorite record. Right. Definitely top five. Um, but yeah, I think that's a valid point. And like in a certain... I think for like Annie Flag especially, they're still riding their name. They know that they can just put out a record that is 
politically charged and it's just the name because it's anti flag. Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily that's why stuff is slowed down. Yeah. There's a whole the whole acoustic record that just got put out or whatever. They're gonna they have the fan base built up. They're not gonna change it and say, Oh well this isn't anti flag, it's all acoustic. It's you know, flag boys or I don't know. So I of of the three of us sitting here, I have the least uh, time spent with any with any flag. I've seen any flag probably oh my nine God. times, yeah. ten a times. Warped tours alone, right. like yeah. So my my introduction to any flag is actually from Liam, but giving me the solo just insane record. <laughs> Exactly. What an intro. <laughs> right. And and I remember you complaining about the fact that it was like just him with an electric guitar and why not just let it be. In a, now, this right. is back oh, in, yeah, yeah. this is like back in 2003. So we're talking, yeah. you know, 16 years ago, we were just children. But so then that sort of prompted I me. still hold that ideal, though. It, if you're going to put a solo record yeah, out, it yeah. shouldn't just be you and an electric guitar. Right. But so that prompted me <laughs> at the time life. to like dive back in a little bit. And so right, sure. at the time, 2003, 2004, the stuff that I would listen to would be Underground Network, Mobilize, which isn't, it's like two EPs smashed together. Yeah. It's a live record. Yeah. Half and it's good though. It is good. But for the purpose of my homework, diving back into this, I didn't really go back to it. And then Terror State. Okay. And then nothing. <laughs> yeah. So can and we? And then I never listened to anything ever again. So when we started doing the listening for this, and I realized that I had ten studio records sure. to yeah. listen to, um, a lot of it I was hearing for the very first time, and I most. didn't. Yes, yeah. most of it. And I didn't like that first record. Die for the government. Die for the government. Really? I don't like it. Wow. Um, That's a hot take, man. Yeah, yeah, man. So, all right. For well, so I did a flag episode. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> no, but for me, and so, well, well, why don't we say this now? What do you think is, you know, the record you think they should have stopped? We should probably, like, because it get seems into like that now we've had, yeah. I mean, it seems like we've been talking. You came up with Terra State. That's definitely the record I'm thinking in my head. You're thinking Terra State. Yeah. What do you think, Liam? Die for the government. You think that was one and well, okay. So let me let me say this first, and I, this was something I was going to ask. You um, guys are going to hate me. In terms of in terms of re- last record, is it in other words this last record because this was our favorite record? No. And then it changed, after, no. or is it like in other words this is the last record because this is where they started falling off, and that's what I kind of thought of it as. Like Terra State was that album. That's where they fall off. That's you. where it was like, it was like, they it, stopped sort of being anti-flag. And it got slower and all of a sudden is like, But you still sc- like Terra State. No, I, there are songs on Terra State that I like, probably like two or three. The rest of See, it, I would cut that then. If I can, if I can only get three songs off of an album that I actually liked, then they shouldn't, that shouldn't have been there. Okay, so in other words, we're talking the album before Terror State, yeah, oh, whatever okay. that is. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck it is. Underground it's, Network, uh, I think. It's Underground Network. Yeah, right. so then that should have been their last CD. And I, I, I agree. Underground Network is 911 for Peace, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 That's, I mean, that's a great song. I can't argue with that. There are great songs they release after Die for the Government. I just think listening to it in a bulk like this, they're the same band now that they were 20 years ago. Right. They're just slightly better musicians and they've slowed down a little bit. I guess the... I I would have... I would have... I would have a higher opinion of Anti-Flag if they had the one record 
that was die for your government and that was it would you know that I record was, though if they only made yeah, the one record not. They wouldn't I probably would have though if that had just been released. Like we knew "Die for Your Government." That was '96, right? I think. Yes. Actually, yeah, you're right because that's so just when that they got was, big. That was like, I mean, that was coming up times. I probably didn't start getting into music until about '98, '99, really. Mm. Right. So you might have discovered it on some friends. And I think older it's still. I think CD that. Shelf. I think that record let's still would have made mince names. It was. It was Rich Burton and Kev, <laughs> yeah, and, Kev, and, and, and James Higgins. Higgins. <laughs> but. I think that record still would have made an impact, especially if they had like you know released the record, toured whatever, done their thing, maybe tried to release another record, but it failed, and then they broke up. Right. I just think the statement they made with that record, they've just been trying to accomplish that on every subsequent record, and it maybe just changes with the times. Right. But they're not – everything just bled together for me. It was well, all the same. It could have been the same of, song for 190 yeah. minutes. Part of why I had a lot of – trouble and so it, it seemed like you seem to have been like really steadfast like it's going to be i listen to this record it's going to be that not that not that you weren't like open to listening to the other records but i was but you knew i was just pretty shocked quickly. at how similar everything they was. so are, another they, yeah okay they, they did all, not try well, can i ask you a question did you start like with the stuff that you hadn't heard before or did I you start it from the beginning you started, i hadn't listened to die for your government in Five years, six okay. years. I haven't gone back right. to them. I well, was yeah. a fan. Like I liked Annie Flag when we were kids. Well, I started with the stuff that I liked. Those songs I was talking about, like Drink, Drank, Punk, and the Captain Eric yeah. and Angry Young and Poor and stuff. And um, and I, I started getting into them, being like, remembering why I fucking love this band. I was like, oh, this is killer. It's fast, you know. Yeah. And it it sounds cool. And then uh, as it started going on, and I started going to the different CDs, I, I remembered. I was like, oh. And then I it hit me again, like it did. Years and years ago, when I was at supposed to hit the table, listening to Terrace, <laughs> and um, once those like slow ska ish songs with I can hear the acoustic guitar, I was just yeah, like, yeah, I was like, this is strokes, yeah, this yeah, is exactly yeah. where I tuned out at the beginning. And then you know, when I started listening to the newer stuff, I was like, all right, well, I'll give him a chance. Like my buddy in another band, he's like, oh, there's some good songs on this stuff. And I started listening to stuff like. The uh, this is the end record or oh for Blood and Empire like Blood this song Empire, one yeah. trillion dollars which is just an acoustic guitar song yeah. with them just like screaming about like money I'm like what you know how <laughs> you yeah. sound like a fish band sure. <laughs> arguing about the economy okay but so here's 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 my thing right I I had listened to when American Fall the last record that came out in 2017 came out I listened to it. You know, because the the government we we were in like sort of like a, a ramped up state. Every you know, it was absolutely Trump. Trump had been elected. Everybody was like up in arms. Everybody was out in the streets. I listened to that record because I was hearing people, not a lot of people, but I was hearing some people being like, "Oh man, I can't wait to hear what Annie Flag's take on this is." You know what Annie Flag's take on this is? I don't have a take on this. Yeah, and it's and part, bad. Part <laughs> of part of what made it difficult for me to pick. For this, and I was kind of waffling back and forth between a handful of things, is this idea that every record is basically the same. But I think that there is actually a line, and this is, you're gonna hate me. So for me, it was um, The People or the Gun, which is the record they did on Side One Dummy after their two records with RCA. RCA. Right. And so I guess so you can make this argument about any. Um, band or artist or filmmaker or whatever that your goal is to get your art to as many people as possible. 
But with a political punk band, like a strong message, you want the most people to hear. And so getting on to a major label... How much and being a political sacrificing? You're sacrificing some of your core. Yeah. But with that, with um, for Blood and Empire and Bright Lights of America, which is like, I see a lot of comparisons and reviews to. You said the people of the gun. The people of the gun. Wow, that is. It's late. It's wow. 2009. But yeah. The get they are losing some fan base. They're gaining new people with their like. Sort of more like green, having, having a bigger Green Day pop, you yeah. know, having a bigger fan or not fan base, oh, but like a bigger mouthpiece to go through. I think that right. was even their and whole then, fucking I'm reason sure why they it. were down with you it. Because obviously, we can the, spread know, our message more. The scene is gonna lash out at you, yeah. And obviously. then you go to Side One Dummy and you put out this like more straightforward Annie Flag go back to record. Your roots. Now you've got quote unquote. You can bring back the people you've lost, but now we've gained all these other. You know, oh, that's an interesting take. You think they thought it that way? I don't know that they thought it. I think through. that is. I think he is exactly on in terms of I a PR standpoint. Yeah, yeah. But we'll I don't do know. two records why, with this why, huge why do other and then go back to what? Well, you hear it all the time with other bands where they'll have a record that seems like it's just doped out for the masses, but they'll have that one song on there that's either fast or edgy. Right. You know, to be like us, the people that were listening from the beginning, being like. Oh, this this album sucks. Oh, track nine is the song they wrote just for us guys, right. and then it goes back to being crap. But so know. here's here's like the way that I was thinking about it. In part, like I was listening to it on the bus. I was on my way to work. As I'm trying to like envision myself in 2009 as somebody who maybe was let down by the last Annie Flag record. I have my After little. After RCA. I have my little Sony. Disc man. 2009. I don't think. St- maybe. Jesus. CDs man. still. That would have been iPod. Maybe. All right, that's MP3. So maybe you have an MP3. I don't know. I don't know how time works, but but maybe you were a little let down, and you get that the new record because you care about the band. You want to give them another shot, right? And it starts out, and it comes out of the the gates running, and you're like on your way to the job that you hate or whatever, and you're like, yeah, Annie Flag is back. But for me, what happens after that record is that they become less specific. And this is why I was let down by American Fall. I was mm-hmm. hoping for it to be like this like giant jolt of energy and like anger right, about right. what was happening. Right now, yeah. And I wasn't getting it. There and it, there was there was like a lack of specificity that I got with the earlier records in Terror State. These like specific mm-hmm. You know, like Operation Iraqi Liberation. Right. You know, these songs that were about Bush, these songs, even with uh, The Guns of the People. Wow. I, I have totally just, I, but I so, guess I know. I but just so that record. about the political the side of But see, that, <laughs> like, I really did. But that, they but that's steep. I know, but uh, like, when you're saying this stuff and you're seeing, saying this stuff about these songs, the thing that I'm thinking is, you're like, oh, I can't see that for political, political. Like partying. And exactly. And like, I'm seeing in my head, like, me being in a pit at, at Axis in like 2006, you know. Yeah. With any flag, listening plane. to the thirty-minute speech they give you in between every well, song, they were a political this, band. This, I know, and you know what? And this actually, this made me think of it, and I hadn't thought about this in years. The last time I saw Annie Flag at a smaller venue, probably on Axis down on Lansdowne Street, years and years ago. So I remember being twenty years ago. Yeah, Lansdowne. Yeah. Well, I remember being in the crowd. No, I was definitely like sixteen or seventeen. Seven years old. No, like sixteen or seventeen. 
And I remember, like, because we all grew up, we had jobs pretty much by the time we could, like 16, 14, yeah. 15, 14, 16. 15. And you I guys re- all worked at my mom's office. Yeah. You shouldn't put that on record. <laughs> and we so, ruined a lot of people's lives. Hold up, hold up. We're gonna, we, yeah, we're going to cut that. So, <laughs> anyways, so, so I'm at this Annie Flag show, and I remember they the lead singer came out and he's like, he's like, Hey, you know, this, this is terrible. You know, people are fighting for all these, you know, yeah. whether it's economic you need or to go look at the Peter booth in the back. It's what? the most informational thing. Well, any, seen so he life. goes, he, he says, he says, Oh, um, you know, and, and no one can get a job and stuff. How many of you people don't even have a job out there? Everyone raises their hand except me. Yeah. And I was, I was like, there's no way. I, <laughs> no, but I, re- I realized it. I looked around and I was, I was, react differently. I was 17 or 18. And I realized I was the oldest person at that show oh, that yeah. every person there was like yeah. 13, 14 with like, they just that. bought their hot topic belt. Yeah, they got the little gun and, belt. And, and I was like, and I looked around, I'm like, wait, you're like, I didn't see a person the over Liberty 30 Spice. in the entire crowd. And I thought to myself, they're literally pandering to their to their demographic sure. by being like but but making it seem like it's something that's not there's no these 13 year olds can't have a job and you're asking them like right and they also don't probably know about don't. oil prices in iraq there yeah, yeah. yeah like they don't care about and it hit me i was like I, I just putting super glue in their hair yeah i i just i turned around and i thought wow this seems fake but, as shit but i think i think coming back to your point i think that is that is an interesting point, definitely, that they do seem to drop off as far as specificity. Specificity, yes. Yeah. Doom, Whereas, doom, doom. And <clears throat> for me, that was like when we first discussed using Anti-Flag for the band for this, that was a big point for me. I was like, if they're still putting out records right now, if they're in the Trump era of America and I haven't heard anything out of them, they're not doing it right. <laughs> Right, because, like Bush, a record was coming out like every six yeah, months. Yeah, and they yeah. and I bought the fucking stupid "Not My President" T-shirt and all that yeah, bullshit yeah. and the fucking compilation and all that stuff. And I listened to Operation Iraqi Freedom or whatever, Nine One One for Peace, and those were great songs. And it made me felt like I was part of something. And it was all worthless. But like they're not coming out with the Trump anti-Trump right. anthem. So maybe right they now. don't even really care, right? And <laughs> I'm not trying to be like, or is it, or is it like South Park where? Real life is so much more fucked up than I could have made they can't it. Even in, keep in, up with that it. They're like, I can't even. I can't maybe, even. But me, but or maybe it's like, oh, there's political turmoil. Let's put out another record that's just recycled anti flag, and some it, people will buy it, sell, and yeah. we can as long as we put the flag backwards on our t-shirts. Yeah, we we'll can go right. on tour. We can make some money, but we don't really care. I don't know. I, I guess I was never really a, a. Now that it comes down, and there's two ways of looking at any flag. There's the political side, and the kid like me that's like Captain Captain Anarchy and right. drink drink punk. But so. that's why I didn't like the early records because the early records for me felt schizophrenic. They felt divided. Right there was like the there right. was like the down. It sounds like there's a kid reading books in his closet yeah. who wrote half the songs, there's, and there's <laughs> another kid smashing <laughs> bottles against a wall who wrote the other half of the songs. Well, there's the down with the government. There's like. <laughs> Yo, Jimmy, you done breaking those bottles? I want to make a record. You want to write a record? (laughs) Yeah, come on. I'm all done with these bookie books. Yeah, out of my closet. No, no, no. Well, there's that, but there's like the down with the government, stand up to police brutality sort of stuff. And then there's like the let's get drunk with the girl at the basement show. And like, I get that because that's like all part of the scene. That's all part of what you're experiencing. I think that was part of the scene. I don't think it's like that anymore. Right? It's less focused. And I felt like starting with Underground Network through Terror State, 
and the RCA records. They started focusing more They were getting more focused. They were talking about specific things. Right. And with... Well, there was the, also the, a point... I was, I mean, reading about the, I think it was like 2006. I forget what record it was, but they started every record having. <clears throat> that's at, for Blood and Empire is 2006. I think that's the one that, that starts one, with they, like the, the talk by the person, right? And they started putting like pamphlets in their records. Mm. Every pamphlet they would have, you, you know, political leaders would write them fucking stupid little essays and they would include it. And in now every people record. are selling those essays on eBay. Yes. <laughs> from an anti flag record. Um, but I guess they still do that to this day, where it's not just the liner notes in a record. It's full on like a small pamphlet, like yeah. fucking Thomas Paine. Yeah, or but some when did shit. that start? Because they weren't doing that in tiny, underground. That's what I'm saying. Though. I think it was like Blood or Empire. It was around 2006, right before. Because yeah, I remember but you get that sweet RCA money. Was, that <laughs> was you, the thing. You they, can't they, just that. print anything. When they you know? took RCA, that was their big deal of like, oh, well, they're still gonna let us do whatever we want. And I feel like, yeah, I'm sure there was a ton of backlash against them leaving course. their they're own gonna, label. They're gonna be sellouts to go to the major label. I don't understand how their label works because they haven't really released records on their own label except <laughs> half seas. They right. always have somebody else doing it with them. I, and then just RCA a, just, just came up, and I think it was like you're saying, like they. I think they even came out and said it like we we want a bigger microphone. We want more people to hear our message. Right. Why would we waste our time yelling in the woods if we can get on yeah, a stage in front of Of course. People? Yeah, I get that, but at the same time, it's, how much it doesn't seem it doesn't seem authentic. Yeah. yeah. Like I Absolutely. mean, if, if you're if you're if your speech to the masses is you know don't buy into this capitalist system. Don't be corporate and or whatever. And you're going to be on one of the big three yeah. record labels that's like, you're oh, going to be next to fucking Britney Spears and fucking but, the VMAs. But that's their same reason why Miley Cyrus had that going out phase of like cutting her Did hair. Did not think that was going to come up to No, but in other words, that's <laughs> it's, is it not the same thing? I'm that, glad that, we're getting into this. No, though. labels know how to market, market to the masses. Yeah, yeah. That's and, if, and if it's an edgy way to do it, is something like that, yeah, they're going to get... Miley Cyrus to cut her hair. They're gonna get Katy Perry to cut her hair short and seem like they're all like weird. You're really focusing like, on this hair stuff. Yeah, I don't like girls with short hair. It's awesome. <laughs> Actually, I love girls with short hair, but that's not the point. I don't like it being used against me in no. a marketing fashion. <laughs> no, but I no. What I'm saying is, in other words, that I don't think that we're the record labels see something and then they dive on it, regardless yeah. of right. whether it's um, something going even against them. Because if it's gonna make them money. Then they're still, gonna, yeah. they're still gonna they're still gonna do it. That's Locked the reason why Anti Flag gone to RCA. But it also, it's not like Anti Flag it's not like Anti Flag went to RCA and was like, please take our record. RCA went to Anti Flag and was like, We will put you up. Yeah, we're gonna put your record but it up. Also because people are buying my chemical romance right now. People are buying because it, it's it cause it's market. I sent you a text about it. That like there was some some review that I read somewhere that was like, um, the first or second RCA well the second the second record with RCA gets a lot of comparison to American Idiot it's sort of this like theatrical and we'll get to that <sighs> later Jesus in the season <laughs> it's this sort of you want you want to have we a table left actually discuss American Idiot because we it's we, well we before that we'll one we'll probably but. discuss uh, yeah some other but it isn't just about can I sell uh, anti flag records to the My Chemical Romance kids the good Charlotte kids the Green Day kids it's about let me sell our whole catalog to right. Let's get the let's bring the kids in with this record, and then maybe yeah. they'll go and buy fucking Die for Your Government. You yeah. really the think they're doing one. it from no, that no, no, but also though? no. Let's as the label. Oh, if, the label. Okay, sure. If we get a couple of them, like if we can get the My Chemical Romance kids to buy it, maybe they. Liam's opening a box of beer. That's all you need to know. 
That's fine. Nobody should be surprised. It's yeah. a mixed. So three of us together not drinking? <laughs> Come on. I don't know. Well, anyways, that brings me back to, like, so if we're going to talk about... Yeah, you had talking points. Yeah, well, one of them was in terms of Drink, Drink, Punk, and when I was thinking about this stuff, I was thinking party about... Flag. I was I was really thinking about... That's what, that's what you want to call them. You want to call I, them party flag. I was flag. really thinking about... Panty t- flag. Like, that lyric, get drunk at the mall. No, and I remember, no, that doesn't work. I remember a bunch of us going to the South Shore Plaza to get drunk at... Drink, a, Drink, Punk. Yeah, right. and I think you... I don't know if you were there, Jonas, but the time that we... I wasn't. I didn't do any underage drinking at the mall. <laughs> well, we literally got... We were hitchhiking down there, and we, the guy, like, picked us up in his SUV... This Do you remember like this? A recipe for disaster. Uh, <laughs> he are you dro- sure I was there for this? I remember crossing the highway. No, no. This what? guy picked us up from this <laughs> like this- idiots, like <laughs> rolling around on the fucking ground, <laughs> yeah. crossing the highway. Thinking well, that was hilarious. Well, we did that, and so the guy picked us up at I think Braintree Matt Gatiesens <laughs> Braintree Center, I think, and he started. He drove us to the South Joe Plaza, and we're all drinking and stuff. And he's talking about his um, his ex-wife that was, like, cheating on him. And he had the Christmas presents in the back. And he was, you don't remember any of this? You sure I was there? Oh, my God. Why don't you just share the story with our listeners? But also, well, so, neither of us was there. All right, so this is what happened, right? There so we were drinking body. We were drinking one day, and we ended up decided to be Drink Drank Punk. We decided mm-hmm. to go to the South Joe Plaza, which is a mall, and drink. And so when we, we started trying to get there, we went to Braintree Center on the T. We ended up, some guy outside in an SUV gave us a ride to the South Shore Plaza, complaining about his ex-wife, how she was cheating on him. We got to the mall. I, I ended up, I ended up, sort of ringing a bell I ended up stealing, do you remember, I stole a, a DVD of Clockwork Orange. Clockwork Orange. And the security yeah, guards yeah. tried to stop me and what they said. What is the statute of limitations on stealing DVDs from the Plaza? Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. And uh, I remember check. just. I don't think that store nor that DVD. Oh, it was Sam thing. Goody. Sam Goody. Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah, Sam yeah. Goody. That company and, doesn't. And I got caught. You're in the, the security guard caught me. And as the. I was never a small individual. He literally came up to me, <laughs> grabbed me by the arm, and said, All right, you have to stay here. And I went, Fuck no, I do. And I ended up walking out of the South Joe Plaza with security guards following me. Because they, they were like, like couldn't actually detain you. No, <laughs> and even if they tried, I would have kicked them. In, whatever, and uh, we ended up leaving, and um, we ended up somehow making it home by hitchhiking again. Some guy gave us a lift from from Braintree all the way to uh, to Southie, and we gave him the wrong directions to get Man. on the highway home. Do you remember what we were so drinking? So what you're saying is that Annie Flag oh, was a bad no. influence Rum, on probably. you as a child. Yeah, what are you saying? You're saying that Annie Flag was a bad influence on you as a child? Oh, that was that's one of my fondest memories as a as a human being. But yeah, that's the whole still thing. Still be a like, bad influence and that's be a, a fond well, memory. That's a good influence. I didn't get caught. I don't know. Yeah, I, I guess didn't so. get caught, and you know Steel we were drunk at them all, and that's pretty much what we went out and set out to do that day. I remember it took us a lot longer to get home than it did. Together, like, because we were walk, we tried to walk home from Braintree. I remember trying to walk. The home geniuses from Braintree, that we were. I feel like we've done that more than once. It's like a twelve-mile walk for people who don't live in Boston. Yeah. It's, no, it's it's more than that. It's more than that. Is it? If well, you Quincy's walk nine it, miles, according to the signs that are on the highway. Right, as but the that's, crow flies. But that's as, as, <laughs> that's in a car on the highway. As the we're highway walking flies. the sideway, yeah. right. side streets. Yeah. Oh, and this is before we all had cell phones, so we didn't sidewalks and Braintree. We, like, well, we yeah. this is before like GPS on a cell we phone, so we literally we just going. walked the direction, been, yeah. and just were like the we, sun setting that way, so <laughs> yeah. we're going this way. Let's follow that flock of birds. I still have that Clockwork Orange DVD. <laughs> it's the only DVD I still own. Yeah. 
No, I knew that's some of my fondest. That's what I think of when it, with Annie Flag is being. And a so young you kid. think for that band, they stopped being, they stopped being that Annie Flag at Underground Network. Um, the one that's right before Terrorist Aid. Yeah, yeah. Underground. Network. Yeah, the one that has Spaz's House Destruction. Oh my God, that's my favorite song by them. Because that's where I almost landed. Because I think I'm, I'm probably it's a in really the, good record. I'm probably in the same boat as you were, like. I don't know. I feel like I only say "Die for the Government" should have been their only record because I think that makes their clearest statement, and it's that pers- like that encapsulates that, that them. encapsulates them as a band. That yeah. is Annie Flag. Everything they've done after that is just being trying to either capture that lightning back in a bottle or just sort of furthering along the same fucking song they've already written. Yeah, fair. But I do think. The other records after that, there are songs that are great. Spaz the House Structure Party is an amazing song. Which um, is not a political song. You don't know what I mean? Not a political it, and song. It's, and it's a great song. I just, <clears throat> I don't know. Are they better as a... As a one and done band. As they, Party like, Flag or... I mean, are they are they well, better? Well, no, because I like both... Ver- I like I like yeah, but Drunk are they Drink Punk and I, I love 911. Yeah, but my question is, are they better as just like a fast, fun slightly rowdy punk band or so. or are they better as a political mouthpiece i think they're good as both because you have like i said either spaz house destruction party but then you also have like seattle was a riot which is still is still one of my favorite songs i will remember yeah. that opening drum beat with the flams going forever oh, yeah. for my entire life that is you know intro. that in like new kind of army those are great great songs but i guess for me i wasn't really the political stuff that is so forefront in them, it wasn't so much about the vocals, I guess, for me, or the mm. lyrics. It was more about the music. It didn't resonate with you as much. And I guess I that's because I'm a drummer. I well, mean. maybe, but I also don't think that as a lyricist that Justin Sane is great. Uh, I, mean, he's, I mean, he's fine. One of the things that kept coming up in my mind, I feel like you're going to come at me on this but no i don't think he's a good lyricist um i i, would, I don't know i was I thinking about because when I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how many wars are we gonna throw on this one? <laughs> uh when i was thinking about why those later the the most recent records right like the last three didn't really work for me i was thinking about who was doing a similar thing than it did work can for i me. snag this yeah, yeah, yeah. oh my god there. for everybody desaparecidos which is oh god tom obviously seems to know the band huge fan uh connor oberst oh wait i'm sorry i thought you were saying that other song that's very popular now uh i think it's despacitos despacitos no 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 desaparecitos the disappeared uh is connor oberst most widely known for bright eyes it's his political band like more political than bright eyes is political but it's like Bright Eyes was political. Yeah, man. Yeah. There's a lot of like really good anti-Bush stuff back then. But anyway, Desaparecidos has a lot more. And so their last record came out in 2015. A lot more energy, a lot better written lines. Like, I mean, it's just like. Are you talking s- about lyrics? Yeah. Lyrics. It's like, it's like a smarter commentary on what's happening. Yeah. On this is definitely Annie Flag's a little lowest common you know, denominator on, uh, as far as well, but it's the same Occupy thing. The globe Wall is Street. the globe is written for you know people under the, the third grade uh, education. Yeah, or whatever. I mean, Annie, when you go to any flag shows or something, well, yeah. any flag shows are filled with thirteen year old kids. Are you gonna start 
lecturing about, you know, Marxism or, you know, Lenin in your songs when they don't know what the hell you're talking about? You brought that up earlier. Is, has Annie Flagg grown with their audience? No. So, so they're... No, a younger audience has has Are they still just making records for... 13-year-old kids. 13, 14-year-old kids. Whereas then I think the reason why the Desaparecidos record resonated with me more than the later Anti-Flag records... Because it speaks to you as an adult. It spoke to me as an adult. It spoke to me with, again, specificity that the Anti-Flag records didn't about what was happening. Right. Well, about but, the institutional racism, about... Yeah, like killing kids. But here's... here's Flag has a song called The New Jim Crow and like the chorus is something like I'm sincerely apologetic about everything and it's like you you just cursorily touching the fucking surface of like right. ju- and why even call it Jim Crow you don't even you're just, just like, like somebody looks apologizing at your for white guilt. Well, yeah, let me like, ask you I have to ask you a question in terms of uh the the type of music that Bright Eyes is in the type cuz I've never heard this Desperito or Desperitos spicy Doritos <laughs> yeah <laughs> Taco Bell flavored uh, no in terms of um so the music stylings are cuz I'm not really a big Bright Eyes fan and I'm not sure. so it's I, not at all like Bright Eyes so it's not so it's completely so it's it's a completely it's, diff- it's very like I don't want to call it punk in the sort of classic Annie flag sense Right or like a casual. It's more, well, no, 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 it's no. more derivative other, of like Fugazi. Well, no. Yeah, in, in other words, what I'm trying to get at is, is that. So, in other words, you like Bright Eyes. You gave this band a chance, and you liked it for it being different. Yeah. Well, in other words, remember how you were touching on earlier how you could call you, it a different band, band, and if you want to do something different, and then that makes the artistic statement of the band a little stronger. Exactly. In that, yeah, yeah. So possibly. I mean, it, the only would you have liked the Desperacitos records if it was Bright Eyes? Well, it's it's it. The well, only, I think more so. The only thing that they have in common is that Connor Overs is the lead singer, right? In the main content, to but create. but the music. Well, no, no I'm is, just saying that you like both music, both things by this essentially the same artist. Yeah, but, but they're different forms of it. It's, they they sound different. It's different forms, but it's also it's pointed in a different direction. Bright Eyes wouldn't make. Well, I mean, I guess Bright Eyes would make a song about. Yeah. You know, occupy Occupy Wall Street, mm-hmm. or um, you know, racism within a uh, company or whatever, or clandestine racism. <laughs> Just as a, a terrible example, systemic that I sort of yeah, racism I said it better earlier. <laughs> um, but there, there is a an energy. There is a Honestly, like a vitriol that is behind the Desaparecidos where they sort of what you were saying about the one person throwing the bricks and the one person reading the, the books. Bricks, Bright have. Eyes is the person, is the outfit that's reading the book. Okay, yeah, it's the multi Desaparecidos is the band that's like on the front lines with, you know, Antifa or whatever. Sure. Standing up against neo-Nazis. Okay. They can be, they can embody the same energy, which is, you know, you can, which is fun for a person who likes the bands, right? As you can find. But I think the big thing is, though, there are different outlets for it. In other words, if. There are different outlets, but what we sort of saw in 2003 with Justin Sane's solo record is that it's not. 
I mean, I don't think he had anything else to say that he that could have been an anti flag right now. Exactly. It's um, it's he has one thing. I think it's. But they, my, they've my, been my point was down. that he's not a great no. lyricist, no. and in today's day and age, in a post-Trump elected world, I, I don't know. But I, I mean, where we, pe- where we pe- need a political where punk people band are paying more song. attention. Yeah. I'm not going to speak for other people, but I'll speak for myself. That when we were in high school, listening to early Annie Flag records or people that yeah. were complaining about Bush. I wasn't really clued in. Yeah, I was on the surface. I, I didn't just care. didn't like him because he was dumb. And it was yeah. Fucking... So intelligently, we have progressed, and now we wish that our political yes. stuff would progress exactly. as well. Today's today's consumer, today's audience is more informed. <laughs> it's just, but it's us though. It's we're we've got older, and by, and that's yeah. why I think that's a good thing so to, band... to differentiate though, because when we talk about. Any flags target demographic. Yeah. I don't think we're it. I no, think they I think their target demographic is 13, 14. So as we have progressed, we, they've stayed. Sta- well, I see, and that's the whole thing. I don't even think that they stayed stagnant. I think oh they God, changed. So stagnant to me. So I mean, they yeah, they they've polished it up and they've they've slowed down. But I think that's just. That's producers, man. Producers are always going to tell you that you have to slow down the record. I think what they made Fuck a record with a guy, that, man. Yeah, I know, but. You've been in a studio. Yeah. I'm sure producers have told you, you guys are playing this too lo- too fast. <sighs> and it takes some pushback for you to say, I want to keep playing at this put- too fast. And but you would think that they would I've have grown out that, of that ability mindset. to push back now. And I, was really I just, don't think they want to. I read... I think they're fine with playing it yeah. at this mid-tempo, not breakneck speed. But it's it's the same song. Sure. It's, it's, and the other thing for me is like how... So if, we, if you go on Spotify well, now, their a- top five songs... Our American Attraction, This Is The End, The Press Corpse, Broken Bones, and Should I Stay or Should I Go? Oh my god, that was terrible. I heard that song the other day. Those are the top five songs people have listened to on Spotify by Annie Flag. That is what they're getting into when they want to get into Annie Flag. Oh my god, it was so... If you just typed in Annie Flag and then let it play. that's all late, late, late records. Oh, yes. And a cover. Yeah. Well, I know that's a good the should I stay, Have you guys listened to the Should I Stay or Should I Go? Cover? Yeah. It is. Barely. I probably oh I could God. get through maybe 30 seconds. You know what's the funny So when I made Awful. this, the Clash reference about Sandinista, I was, it was thinking in my head, and all of a sudden, it went from that slow stuff that they were playing on one record. I forget which one. Yeah. It might have been Terra Day. It might have been that weird Scott song that's very slow, and it went into Should I Stay or Should I Go, and I was like... It's an epiphany going off in my head. This is this is terrible. They've gone too far. They should not have done this. <laughs> no, because but that's the whole thing. Clash playing that song on that record, awesome, great, phenomenal. Fucking Annie Flag doing it to slow down everything and make like, oh my god, just nobody, don't do it. Nobody ever needs to cover that song ever again. The Clash did Take it. Take note. Yeah, the Clash did it. Yeah, that's exactly how that song needs to be played. Well, I, at but this point, I don't that, think that's I don't what think I'm I saying can, is like I think I don't even think bands should cover the Clash anymore. People could go back now. I think Any Flag might still have an impact if people were going back to just die for your government now, because it's the same fucking message from whatever '96 as it it's is. It's very now. generalized. They well, have, it also, it's not that specific, and it's also like. I don't want to hear. They're not making it specific enough for me to listen to their political songs now and get ramped up, even though I'm more politically involved and like paying more attention. 
because their songs are still sort of just grazing the surface of what's going on. It's like, uh, here's a general thing about racism. We should it's like have dipping war. your toe into political yeah, stuff. Yeah, and I don't like capitalism. I can get the same exact anger or however you, you know, amp it up from Die for Your Government as the record they released last year. So okay. if they had just stopped with Die for Your Government, that could be the record I go to. When I feel mad about something. I still think it's hilarious that you say that their stuff has all stayed the same, and I think that their shit has completely changed. But I, I understand what... It, like, but I think for you, speed and like intensity is so much more important than it is for me. And so that'll take you... That sort of... That's your first That's what takes... Into, yeah, that's, 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 that's where you that get I... into the song. Whereas for me, it's sort of more of a sonic thing and a... a dynamics of sort of like when are they dropping out guitars or bringing in a lead or having something else going on or is there a sort of breakdowny sound yeah. that they're bringing in but for all the anti-flag stuff to me is like straightforward it's like here we're gonna start with a we're gonna have a guitar that just does like two fucking hits and then I sing a fucking line and then a bass line comes in and then we have a weird little lead part and then it plays the same fucking verse again and then we go back into the chorus whole bunch of woes and we're done <laughs> Print it. Let's move. Uh, yeah. So What's next. the song called? Whoa. <laughs> well, I think, I mean, we're going to obviously throughout doing this whole thing, we're going to discover that there is kind of, for a lot of bands, this trajectory, right? Mm -hmm. That there's like this early uh, one or two records where they're sort of figuring something out. They've kind of hit their stride maybe for a little bit yeah. after that. And then they're trying to continually capitalize on that thing that they once did. That they oh, got I hate right. the fact so, you use the word capitalized. Well, but <laughs> that's but, what they're doing. But they're yeah, out no, there trying true. to make money. Because I think that's where it is. Like for them, for you, they've changed because they've stopped having that intensity. For me, they've stayed the same because they're just trying to do the same thing over and over mm. again. They're not pushing themselves. Which I get, is why I, get I, I understand that. I found Ooh, this uh, Lord Hobo Boom Sauce is just. <laughs> Phenomenal at two p.m. on a Sunday. Yeah, yeah. Was that <laughs> an ask for? An, Please sponsor us. An inquiry for sponsorship. What sponsor you guys? Um, I'll just show up. I don't know. We might have to have you here multiple times. Um, but why I found um, "Bright Lights of America" the second record with RCA. Refreshing. That just seems so hard to even say in a sentence. <laughs> any flag on RCA. But, you know what I mean? It just it gives any like, flag second RCA record. Yeah. It was very refreshing. Yeah. It was refreshing because it's it, almost like RCA wrote what he just said. We are not sponsored by RCA records. Um, no, but New it was, Swift, it was yeah. refreshing because it didn't have it didn't fall into that exact formula that you're describing. And while, I mean, it had, it definitely has elements of yeah, it. I'm yeah. not going to no, say I guess they did sort of but stretch their legs like, a little on there. Not I, even I wings. Joked, I joked like, about it, oh. I joked about it earlier with like the kid choir and like yeah. other instruments. Like, there's like a xylophone on one oh, song. Yeah. There's some pianos. They definitely but, have like the big old drums. Yeah, but they're like, them. well, what's the Empire record? The, uh, the Blood or Empire. That's yeah, Build Your Empire. There are Blood background vocals Empire, on that, on those songs that are so high. They are... And I'm like listening to it, and I'm thinking, I've heard this before. Holy shit, that is auto-tuned. You just auto-tuned, used yeah, auto-tune yeah, yeah. on a anti-flag record. A punk record, yeah. Right. Like, you've gone too far. Well, so, I don't know. Well, what I wanted to bring it back to just briefly, and we've sort of been circling around this for a while, is 
and it becomes uh, it's wow, going to be a lot of anticipation for yeah, that. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> Buckle in. It's going to become a theme. I think of this is should a band evolve with their audience, or or stay the same? Like, so is Annie Flake's target audience always twelve or thirteen year old kids? And as those yeah, twelve or thirteen year old kids age from the initial grouping. Should the band age with them? I don't think you can make a blanket statement. Well, I don't know that you should, but let's just talk about with Annie Flag. With Annie Flag, I think they could would, have. Evolved. Would they have been better off evolving with yes their audience, or just stopping? That's why I say the one record, <laughs> or just making one record and calling it a day. Yeah, yeah, and I I guess we're really kind of um, seeming very jaded about the. I don't actually for, care for, about any flag, and I was shocked that we were doing this. At well, all. the the funny thing, and I, it just kind of hit me now. We're talking very nonchalant about the stuff that maybe they're like, and we're like saying like, there's got to be a maybe there's a, a meaning behind this, or they're doing this for a certain reason. Yeah, and we're not even yeah. thinking about the fact that like. They're, they're musicians, and maybe they're just like, you know what? I really like playing these songs, so we'll keep playing. But to, to, there's something to be said about three people well, who don't, who aren't professional musicians <laughs> yeah right taking time out of their day to discuss what professional musicians should have done yeah sure absolutely well we're, we're gonna bang, we're gonna just lay that foundation down right that's now that's a disclaimer that will be acknowledge every that we day. have no business telling any of these people what they should have done right any play gets paid wow. to be a guitar this- like they're paid to be a band. They get to go on tour their whole life. They've never had to work a real fucking job probably in their whole life if they right. started in 1988. <laughs> they're probably baristas, if anything, in their free time. There were no baristas yeah. back then. No, but there are I now. Have, yeah, like I have to fucking fix people's walls in the stupid office building. Yeah. It's it that we have jobs beyond that. Yeah, and this we're also not professional musicians. Yeah. yeah. This is an artistic review. I'm just from saying. The, same, <laughs> what is, the disclaimer the continues. Yeah, we're just, yeah. The entire episode is a disclaimer. <laughs> right. Just I mean. One big disclaimer. Certainly. And and my hope is that at some point, somebody that we don't know is at home listening to this being like, who the fuck are these kids? <laughs> and why do they think they have any right to say I got to imagine that's. Every episode, there is some kid at home person. right now learning a, on YouTube you a any flag baseline and, and listening to us and going, Do you think that we're on YouTube now? <laughs> no. I love it, that's amazing. Well, no, there's any flag baseline tabs on, yeah. You know what, though? I mean, for a lot of what I find uh catchy about any flag, is there baselines? Oh, yeah, it's the best, they have the best part. It, oh my god, they're unbelievable. Part. And it's not that's of, been the least consistent person. But a lot in the band. of it is very reminiscent of Rancid. I well, will say. Yeah. Yeah. There's, well, a, there's a huge You play the root, there. then the fifth, and then you drop down oh, the yeah. third, the fourth. Well, well so yeah. here's, a, here's a question I, I just thought of. But what, <laughs> what are you talking about? So if if we talk about uh progression as in terms of bands evolving or bands kind of and this is a very hypothetical and very random idea to even put forth. If we were still a band? No, 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 no. What but in of... other words, if, if Annie Flag did progress with their fans, if they did progress with their fans, if they became what, what, like an... what do you think it would be something that they might sound like today? I think they would say, if they evolved well. The Gaslight Anthem? No. I was they, thinking like no. Smoke or Fire or something. No. Smoke or Fire evolved, is such a better band than if Annie. They... I, I know, but like in terms of us progressing as... What would they sound like today? Yeah. Like, no, I, in other words, and that's the thing I'm saying, Smoke or Fire has very complicated. It sound like more Green Day. No. You think they I would think, 
because I think I what, think they if they were going to evolve, this is very should, hypothetical. They should have you know? evolved the way like they would be sounding more like Billy Bragg or sounding like the Clash. Like it, I think I mean no, not to say you like party flag. <laughs> well, no, I, and like I don't mean I don't, I like Billy. Broke. I do like Billy Bragg, and I I do really like the Clash. And his last record was amazing and Against topical, me? and he's fucking a thousand years old. But I, I do think that they kind of turn into a slower band that not doesn't resemble either one of those. But but they're they're going towards a train that in five years they may just be like you know a slower version of themselves. If they that's go, that's all they are now, man. That's what I'm saying. And like so they could have slowed. They could have slowed. Yeah, and if that's the case, they might start getting close to like that. They could have slowed down, but like also approached different styles of music. They're just trying. They're slowing down punk songs because all they know how to do is write punk songs. Right. And then a producer is coming in and saying like, "No, 180 beats per minute is what gets played on the radio, so that's what it's going to." Oh, know. their yeah. shit is not that fast. Don't play anything about. I know, oh just God. an arbitrary number I'm throwing We're out there, but that's what I'm to... saying. Like they're trying to play 240, and he's like, "No, drop it down to 120 or whatever." And oh no, no, no I mean. We're gonna not get into this argument about what the BBC. Well, I just are got out of I just I just got out of the recording studio, so this is all I was thinking about I for know. like days. Not interesting, to everyone. Oh my god, one seventy three. But I'm saying like <laughs> they they like just that. slow down the same song as opposed to playing something that sounds better slowed down, like playing in a style that sounds slowed down, embracing more influences beyond just fucking punk rock. Right, and that's why I enjoyed that second record on RCA. I don't think that is because (laughs) it felt like they were not allowing themselves to be constrained anymore to a certain extent by the limitations of punk rock and the scene. And then the scene, but I think, but then they, but then they went, they they just went back. They went to Side One Dummy, which is great, you know, and is still a step up from their own label at AF Records. Yeah, but it's, but then. They didn't continue to progress. Yeah, I guess is my issue, right? It they seemed, regressed after they right. sort of sort of made the step in the direction of like let's see we, what else we, we could can do. do something else. Right. Now maybe they tried something else and work. and then they realized that's not <laughs> they screwed anti- up the formula. Well, it's not anti flag, <laughs> right? And so rather than and we're gonna come into this with a ton of the stuff that we talk about this season. Yeah, but there is a paycheck that comes with anti flag. That doesn't come with just insane, just insane in the blah blah blah. Chris number two, yeah, right. Where you say, do, wait, wait, hold up. No, do no, you, but do, where you do we saying? know that for a fact though? Has any of us ever been to a Justin change? Just insane. I'm pretty no, 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 sure. No. I'm pretty sure I saw but him. For example, solo once. Yeah. We're because going to. I mean, when when social distortion plays, everyone goes. When Mike Ness does his acoustic stuff, everyone goes. Yeah. So, but social D, I would argue, is on a different level. No, than, they are, but do, do you but think... But for example, no, let there's me just, probably a ton of... Let me just like, drop this quick example. A few weeks back... Quick like a, extra. Quick, quick mic drop. A month or so ago, uh, Matt Pryor of the Get Up Kids with Jim from the Get Up Kids yeah. and a couple other people... That other band. Uh, Radar State. Sure. Came through... Now, when the Get Up Kids oh, okay. came, when the Get Up Kids know. came through on the, their last tour, they sold out the Paradise. Yeah, this show was at Great Scott, and I didn't even find out about, didn't it even know about it until two oh, days I later. Love them. Wait, did they? Is this a new band? It's a new band. Yeah. I didn't hear about this. Either. Exactly, it's not a new band. They've actually been around for like four years. They oh, right. Yeah, but it's so it's their but first. It's a side project. It's their like first it's album. So names. it's two members of the Get Up Kids, one member of the Anniversary, I mean, and like that. Yeah, yeah. I'm. 
somebody so, else. Sorry, people listening at home that are screaming at their stereos. Nobody, or, <laughs> nobody. <laughs> this one, this one mouse in a wall that's getting right. cheese and like, yeah. you know what? I'll wait on that cheese. They're yeah. still talking. No, Stephanie <laughs> has no idea who you're talking about. Right, exactly. <laughs> but, but so. <laughs> They're the only person who might right. Listen. So, but they're called radar state right now. So, you have as a musician, you have this desire to put something out mm-hmm. that doesn't fit into the, the catalog of the catalog of what you've already been doing. That's a hard and call. And so you you say, well, I could make another Get Up Kids record like they did before with There Are Rules yeah. that isn't a quote unquote Get, Get Up, Up Kids, Kids record. record. Yeah. And people will say this isn't a good Get Up Kids right. record. If there's or, no Reggie, there's no... Or you put together another... Wait, what's his real name? The guy... James, <laughs> James Deweese. It's Reggie. Right. <laughs> I thought it, well, Reggie in the full effect. I, Reg, I thought his Reggie name was Reggie. Effect. Reggie full effect. So you Is his real to, name Reggie? No, it's no, James, James Deweese. So you have to make a dec- in the band. You have to make a decision, right? Yeah. You either put out a record that with a band that doesn't maybe fit that band, or... I think that's more honest. Make a new band. And from my point of view. Make a new band and go out. So yeah. I never so liked Ma- those albums when, so, those, so when Matt, those bands did that. Matt knows. They, they form a separate band. I'm assuming. I'm assuming. Or release the record that should be a different, a band. different band. Like fa- right. like the when we talk about this, the main band I can think of is Face to Face. Because Face to Face had this weird One like seven i can't remember no i i can't remember what no, rec- they've just released disconnected 12 times <laughs> yeah well no the, it was like their sixth or seventh album in it was very artsy and stuff and they put it out as face to face when it, it should have been something else. it should have definitely right. been something and else so so we're going to come up with that with the get up kids right with this band there's a paycheck also green day the yeah. the record that uh billy joel Billy Joe, Billy, Billy Joe. Joe, Billy Joel, Billy, Joel. Billy Joel's richer than Billy Joe, right? Just released <laughs> the Long Shots, I believe is the name oh, of the band. God. I think it's just Long Shots. Long Shots is probably, in my opinion, and we're gonna get this into is, this. Might be a flipping the table. We're gonna get into some spoiler territory. One of the better things that I have heard him release since Nimrod. I'm gonna throw my fist right. Maybe waiting. Warning. 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 <laughs> Dookie, um, and this table's getting flipped. But but he knows that putting out that if he does another, I can't believe you like that shit. I did like it. But if oh you put out God. another Green Day, if you put out another Green Day record, and it was that record, it comes with a larger paycheck. It comes with a bigger tour. But he had this. Yeah, he had well, the wherewithal. Wait, to know, hold up, like, hold up, no, hold up. Or, or, what do you mean bigger paycheck? This guy, he's selling out. He doesn't need sta- stadiums. No, yeah. I know, but not with that. Yeah. Right. That, no, 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 no. That, well, no, no, no. Not that album. Not on... stadiums, but in other words, we're talking about if I know if, he's if, not. I know he's not playing Great Scott. He's probably still playing the House of no, Blues. No, but in other words, that. you're making it seem like equivalent to, you know, this guy has. Let's say he has ten million dollars, and it's this band's a... this band's giving him two dollars. It's not equivocal because he doesn't need that two dollars to begin with. He's just doing what he wants to do. It's the same idea, though. Of having, right, but he knows that the me... idea of what the band encapsulates. Right. Knowing, has a message, has an idea, Knowing has that a that record doesn't fall yeah. into the Green Day category. Th- well, it is funny we bring this up because Trey I think Cool that's also different. has a side band, which is like a swing band, yeah. and no one's heard of it. <laughs> I have never heard of it. This I, is actually, this, I listen to it because the drums are fucking This is the first amazing. I've heard of it. But either way, I, think that, I don't think that you can apply that to every band. Some no, bands should grow and should evolve. Some bands well, shouldn't. I guess so, some bands don't Andy have a... Flag, 
did not. Did not. They have not evolved at all. They sort of... Well, how far can you really go on the sort of political, angsty, teenager would, persona? I'm just surprised they didn't... And I, So I was the ceiling bring, was that was lo- much lower before. for them. I think bands nowadays, they don't think like... There's a natural way to sort of progress artistically. And you just sort of come into different. All these, every nerd has their pen and paper well, out no, right no, no. now. Being like, you come into different. Again, sort of, I was thinking people are listening. You, you come in. <laughs> Listen, you gotta. You, you know what? You this talk is to the me all- listening to myself <laughs> yeah. later. No, this down, no, down, this is us talking to the to the married, the audience, the, the everyone that's out there is, is you listening. Can sort to this. of naturally. This isn't live, by the way, right? Start taking in more. <laughs> Thank God, we're not live. <laughs> Where are the cameras? <laughs> Where should I be looking? <laughs> I wore my endorsement shirt. Oh, yeah. Tommy's wearing uh, a shirt you for can, his band. You can Taxi driver. evolve musically. Everyone does. You're, you're going to get into new influences. Sure. You're going to find new sort of styles of music that you like. And you can, if you're artistically inclined and you're in a band, you can let them influence you one way or the other. And I think now what is happening, the point that I wanted to make is people... Bands who think they need to do that just try and make Sandinista. They're trying to? They just try and make back. Sandinista. Like punk bands when they try and when because they, when they the think model? they're at the point, that's the model. They yeah. think, oh, we need to have something else. Well, it'd be music. weird if a punk rock band came out with a concerto or you know, like what other thing would it or, though? Or, or like a punk rock band did a rap would album? Would it though? Would it though? <laughs> Well, actually, it's happened. I, it, I mean, there's Jim Class Heroes. The Beastie Boys. The Beastie Boys. They were a punk band. Yeah, came out with a rap hard. And it worked. Somehow, it worked. Somehow, it worked. Yeah. Right. No, but I mean, yes. But not even that. You I'm look, saying you're, you're, you look to the people who came before you yeah. to a certain extent. You looked and see what worked to a certain extent. You know, Tommy has strong feelings about San Anissa. But what worked for them and where you can take it. Also, but we live... I don't know. I would like to think. I guess I'm not a fan of slow music, really. I mean, I guess that's what because Sandinista is a little bit slower. I think we need to circle back around to final thoughts. Yeah, okay. Because I think we've discussed this long enough. I think we should just reiterate what our we think our last the last record should actually be. Great. And give a little spiel. Do you want to start? So I'll start it off, and I still think Annie Flag should have been one and done, (laughs) because I think they made enough of a statement with their first record to have it be. A long-standing thing that could have still been a famous punk record in our times that people would still be listening to now, and I think that's important because they do have. You need political punk bands, and you need people who speak out against this. But they're they're they become so watered down with every record, and they're it seems like they're pulling back further and further from actually caring about any of the issues that it just negates what came before it. Okay. And because of them being a political band, I think if you're not going to stay relevant and you're not going to stay sharp, they need you need, like it sounds like they're not paying attention anymore. They just know it's fucked. Like they just know, oh, it's America, capitalism, government bad, Republicans win. They're not <laughs> actually also paying attention. Democrats, I don't know that they necessarily. Yeah, fall no, I don't think they fall in the spectrum. Thing, but that's whatever. I'm just saying in general. Yeah, they're not. They're not going out of their way to read the newspaper every day anymore. They're just putting out the same records over and over and over again. I mean, okay, so... So, Thomas, take it away. Um, so, I guess, I, I which really, and it's this is funny because this is not the way I thought uh, 
in terms of there being two different ways to think about anti-flag, but now I firmly believe there is. <laughs> in terms of so, in terms Party of the, flag and anti-flag. Well, yeah, I I never even thought about like the that. term. But um, but yeah, and it makes sense now because what really was driving me wasn't so much the lyrics of anti-flag, which I realize now is more so the fact of like fast punk rock songs that I really like the harmonies and stuff like that. And when that all changed for me, that's when I stopped really being an avid fan. And I believe that happened. It, it, it's, it changed at Terror State. So then with that mindset, I guess, Underground Network, which was the album before it, should have been the one that kind of ended it just because... That's when they stopped being... Anything. Yeah, that's when they stopped being that fast that's punk rock band. That's when they stopped being Party Flag. That's when they stopped being Party Flag. No, they were, they, they, were, they were done doing that a long time. But even like... Captain Anarchy, you know? I mean, that song was about anarchy, and I'm just running around, like, skateboarding with my headphones on. I will on. say, <laughs> in my neighborhood right now, there's somebody going around spray-painting Captain Anarchy. I'm not sure if It's not you. It's not me. <laughs> I'm not sure if they're aware of the anti-flag song, and it's just sort of like a C with a little A thing on the bottom, and then I saw it spelled out somewhere, and I was like, wow, they're really trying to... They, I... They it's, might. They might just think they're being original. It's a subtle new campaign by Andy Flag. But yeah, it could be an Andy Flag reference. It's just popping up. In my head. Yeah. Um. So then, I guess. I, Go back. I, I will. And now for the sellout opinion. And now for the sellout opinion. <laughs> I will say that I'm gonna actually though I'm gonna agree with Tom that I think their best sort of back to back is Underground Network and then Terror State. But I will say that I believe their last record should have been The People or the Gun, the first record on Sideway Dummy, because it was when, it was the last time that they spoke with any specificity about what was happening. And I know... I like that. That's a good take. I know that people... um, And I I feel like you're coming from a similar point of view. But where... I'm just cutting it a little harder. No, no, no. Right. But you can have like a, there's like a generality that you can have that means that songs don't feel dated. Yeah. That, that I can go back and I can listen to this and it like touches on this one issue a little bit, but that not enough yeah. that like. I can still listen to Black Flag and stuff. It's not that I know yeah. specifically what they're talking about, but I can still feel something from it. It's timeless. Whereas, but what I want in the moment. this is like a separate thing but like what I want in the moment is something that's commenting on what is around me yeah what is happening outside my if you're going to exist as a band called Anti-Flag right you should be what's happening outside my political landscape right now right so when so when you put out these new records and like everyone's looking for a voice that's chanting from the front lines Mm -hmm. about what we're seeing and you're just talking in generalities, you're not giving me what I want. And I think the last time that they did, did. that was The People or the Gun. People or the Gun. Wow. wow. Three different records. Yeah. This is great. Because this was... won't happen again, I don't think. Well, Probably I thought. Not. I think most people land pretty similarly, but. We'll see. Yeah. Well, he, was Jonas went out on a. He went on a far stretch with this. That's not a stretch. I think he backs up his point pretty clearly. No, and no, I, and no. I can agree I'm not saying he that. wasn't very concise and very mm. well informed. I'm. I, it's. It's. I for, read for me. I read one Wikipedia article, and I think I'm God. I mean, I, <laughs> well, no, no, no. So I word, think I went a little hot take because I couldn't make those kind of points. I could probably be convinced. I don't know what a hot take is. Hot take uh, is just like um. It's like something controversial. Controversial, oh. a little, yeah. Uh, it's like, oh man, I can't believe you said that. No one would say take. that. Well, yeah. no, no, no. I, in other words, like, I don't want to touch that take. It's too hot. 
we're on the same. We're on. I'm gonna have a lot of those. That's we're on I different think. pages with all. Three I mean, of us, I think. Cool. I, but I think. Well, we're on the same page. You made me think about any flag in a new way. I never thought. We're of. on the same <laughs> As a page. That the last three records should never have been made. Should not. At the very no, least, no, no. those last three records should never have been made. Which is which sucks because I love the idea of. But I texted being called American Fall and American yeah, Spring. They're great. I love those names. And I texted you. I texted Liam terrible after my my Annie Flag binge of. De- yeah. of devouring the entire discography. I can't wow, believe you they did. They actually it. hold up. And I said, I and I said, you know, surprise, I think I'm a fan of Annie Flag. <laughs> I will say, I mean, I really opened up to myself. But I'm a fan listenable. of Annie. Flag. It's very listenable. And right, and it's very listenable. But it is pop. It's, it's pop punk. It's listenable. Yeah, they have and they're not taking lines. they're not taking chances. Yeah, so they're not offending me with anything. No. You can so, have it on in the background and think yes. like, oh, I'm listening to Which is what I did. Like, I listened, yeah. I put, I was at work where I get to pick the music that I listened to and I played every single so studio right. record. Uh, I would have gone insane. Wow. Didn't make a dime. But I was, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wonder why, <laughs> I wonder bar, why no one came in. just walked in. Walked the bar out. was empty that day. No, but, but it, but it was something that it was. Actually, like, there's like. Ten albums by them. That was two days. Yeah, but it was unoffensive. Well, no, because every record's like, like twenty four yeah, minutes long. Yeah, that's right. It's it was it was unoffensive. Yeah. It's background noise. It, it was very easy for it to just sort of like be there. Yeah. I wasn't paying a ton of attention. Maybe one particular song would come would on out. that was yeah, like yeah. really catchy, and I'd go, "Oh man, that's really cool." And I would like screen grab it like you did, Tom. And then I would say, "Whatever." But it kind of it allowed me to have like a little window because I knew it was going to be post terror state, right? So I knew that I had, for me, I knew that I had like a small window to look at. Yep. And then I just like bounced. What came afterwards? I bounced back and forth. I was, I was first RCA. I was second RCA. I was first side one dummy. And I really just like, I waffled, man. That's man. And I was like having, gave it a lot I was having like nightmares. I, <laughs> I was like, I don't know what to pick. <laughs> He's in his sleep just doing baselines. I, <laughs> I, I figured I would fall somewhere around Terror State, mobilize that era because that's where I actually stopped listening to them. Right. I think and we're that's where I thought too. too then. I right. thought I thought I was going to say Terror State. I was cuz because it was the only one since 2003 when I stopped listening to any flag yeah. that I've ever gone back and listened to. Sure. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I haven't listened to so any flag. So you sort of in like drill into your head like well there must be I a reason how good Diary Government like, dude, that is a great song. House Destruction Party, the bass line in that song it's is... amazing. The bass player is a... His, he's the king of double taps. Yeah. King of double taps. On that note? But I think that does it. Cool. Great. So a little palate cleanser. Palate right? cleanser. We want to have sort well, of last... Let's not be so negative. <laughs> <laughs> if you had the chance... Oh, yeah. I love this question. Uh... You know, time is not an issue. You could be whatever. What year or like what year would you want to see an artist? Any artist? Yeah. What would be your dream show to go to? You yeah. So basically, you can you can you can see an artist. Doctor Who at any yeah arrives on your front steps. This is awesome because I don't watch Doctor Who. You right. Can, yeah. With a you target. Be, you, you're the same age as you are right now, but yeah. you can go see any band. Who at Madison Square Garden, 1976. Right. You can go see any band on any Vivaldi tour. You don't have to know like in 1911 date of the show in the middle of Italy. But you, you can, can go see any musical artist at one particular point in their career. Who do you go see? Wow. 
Wow, that I feel like you guys should have told me this at the beginning of the podcast. No, but this guy. Be- because this is the point. I'll give you. I'll give you a little bit of of extra time to think about it and tell I, you what I have a oh, mine okay. was. Huh? What? And this is my go-to, but I don't want to you say have a it. Go-to. I have one for today. I don't want to say it every week. Yeah. But I'll say it now. That I would want to go see the Rolling Stones on the Exile on Main Street okay, tour. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That is my go-to because I think spoilers that that should have been their, their last, last record. record. And so if I go see them on that record, I get to see all the stuff that I love from the records that precede Okay, so I have a different take on this. Great, not, I love it. Not because... Let's well, hear well, it. So it's, there's always been one show that I missed and that oh, it has okay. always haunted Damn. me that I did that not... didn't get to go is to it that. The, I did is not, it the Green Day mud-throwing show? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's, the, it's the... like So, I mean, Green Day's not my... They were probably my favorite band growing Tom, up. Tom, what was yeah. your... Uh, AOL Instant Messenger handle Green Distortion, great. Which was for Green Day in Social Distortion, great. Which was just my e- still my email address until two years ago when until Yahoo yesterday. locked my account. <laughs> God damn you, Yahoo! But yeah, so um, it's not like there would be other performances that I would want to see by like bands that I hold in higher regard, I guess. But this show forever has always stuck out in my head. Has like that show that. I wanted to go to mom wouldn't let me go. And then, you know, when I saw it happen, I was just on TV and hearing the reports and being like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. I could have been there for this. Like it just, I always thought of that as one of the coolest shows. So wait, say it out loud. Oh, it's, it's green day green. at the half shell. I think, what was that? 1990. That was an FNX show, right? Yeah. They, oh, they got shut down. Like there was a riot. There's a new. There's like a documentary coming out about the whole thing now. Well, there's a really good. Um, I think it's called "We Want the Airwaves Back." That might be too long of a title, but it's an FNX documentary that came out a few years ago about everything they did as a station. Yeah, just how they were amazing, and a big part of it is like because this Cause show they put, put that show on. This show basically probably from them put yeah. the, they put them the show on, the on yeah. but that show in the reaction to it and what happened put kind of FNX put them on, the on like the map well yeah. because they were always the like the kid in the background of bcn, BCN. Yeah, yeah and then they do that and then it's like holy shit this is somebody that we need to pay attention to on both fronts well those shows were crazy you remember going to like what was harvey danger, harvey danger? Yeah. and like people yeah, with, I remember people going with... to harvey danger i fucking broke my ankle and i had to put a plate in my he was plate. yelling at the at the half shell in boston he was yelling yeah, at the crowd hatch. saying hat shell hat shell oh sorry hat shell half. so he was yelling at the crowd half shell I thought it was a and half. It, it, well, technically, it's in the half shell. Is yeah, qu- I thought it was a half shell. It's a quarter shell, technically, I think, or maybe it's a half. It's a half. It's a half. But what's the name of the place? The Hatch. Oh, hatch. Ha- so anyways, so <laughs> Hatch. Hell. People are throwing stuff at Harvey Danger, and he goes, "There is better, better arms, arms on, on it." You really, bitches, Richard? Yeah. And That's people when took I broke my ankle. People <laughs> took their shoes off and threw them at my fucking back. Yeah, and people took off their shoes and started hucking them at him. Like those were crazy. Like the flag pole free center. shows, flag free pole shows a Great song. Free shows outside. So yeah, I wish I could have gone to that Green Day show. That's Green that's, Day would be good. I wish my answer was half as exciting. As my that take one. for today for that is because I just watched a video of it now. But there, uh, so like ninety one, I would have loved to have stumbled upon a cipher with Biggie in it. A what? Like just watch Notorious <laughs> B.I.G destroy someone oh, yeah. in a fucking rap battle on the streets of fucking Brooklyn. Oh yeah, like, I've seen all, that video. There's videos of all that shit going on and like 
I've walked into that kind of thing, probably not recently, but like, you know, you find people rapping on the street, you speed down to crossing and stuff, whenever this, you go to fucking Brooklyn. There's Black Swan down in Faneuil Hall who is ridiculously good. Like, <laughs> it would have been dope to have seen, not even just Biggie, but like, I'm just, I'm using Biggie as an example, but like anyone that got bigger, seeing them like on a sidewalk in fucking oh, Brooklyn. Oh yeah, yeah. Sure. Just fucking destroying someone, shutting like them when down. Like in the, in the, and in then the, like, the on, you're like, holy shit, that was Nas. Yeah, or yeah, like yeah. however you want to fucking think of it, like I don't. Do you remember that you saw somebody like busking in Downtown Crossing, yeah. and then you see them like a few years well, later be like, headlining so Paradise? Screen yeah. Day of the Mud Show. It'd be like Gilman Street, you know, for all those fucking bands. Yeah. Operation Ivy. But I want like Ransom. specific, like I, I, yeah, ninety-one, like Biggie on the street, but like Brooklyn, one person, like, no instruments, just yeah, demolishing somebody, just yeah. ruining somebody. I think that would be well, dude, amazing. Yeah, I mean, he is that good. Would you, if you were walking down the street and saw that, would R. you R. have P. stopped? Or you might have just kept walking. I definitely would have stopped. Do you think? I stop every time I hear somebody on the street. If you, music. if you were, if you were twenty minutes late for work and you're running down the street and your like pants are still hanging and on, and it was you, Biggie, but you didn't, you wouldn't Wait, know. Why Liam's But pants, you wouldn't know why, it was him. Why are Liam's, it why are Liam's that pants I, off? It doesn't. He's running out of the house. So you're pants naked. Are you're late for work. Right. Snowing out. <laughs> there's a, there's a dog attached to your back yeah. as a sherpa. You've got a beehive on top of your head. There, yeah. There's hills on every side of you. <laughs> yeah. you're covered bottom in bottom of the ocean. You're, you're covered in beeswax. <laughs> there's a bear surrounded by bears looking at you. <laughs> and he's Biggie, not gonna attack, but you don't know that. Biggie happens to be whispering in the corner. Yeah. Would you stop? I don't think so. I think you'd stop. No, but I'm, no, I'm I saying like I, I stopped well, for a dude who was like soloing over a fucking Van Halen instrumental fucking like uh, karaoke track in the middle of the fucking downtown crossing the other day because he was just soloing. Like I'll stop and listen to somebody. I turn my headphones off, and especially if it's somebody like there's a there's a homeless dude who's blind and just sings nonsense at. State Street on the blue line, and it's my favorite thing in the world. He literally just How sits he there. How does he find like, the change you put there? He just—he has a little Dunkin' Donuts cup, and he sings nonsense. He sings absolute nonsense, and but it's, it's entertaining. Yeah, well, I guess. But is your point then like, are you stop? Like, would you well, stop? No, I, because you don't have the wherewithal to know that in a few it's years biggie. it's biggie. Well, in other words, it, he's talking. But he would have stopped me if I saw the the performance I see in the video. That would have stopped. Me. Yeah, that, per- I would have crossed the street. The performance well, would have stopped. Yeah. It. Oh yeah. yeah, but like you're running. In other words, this is why I'm saying you're running down the street. Your headphones are on. You're. Well, this late is why for- we brought time travel into a town. Right. I would oh. hope that I would have <laughs> the 20 minutes to get to work so I could stop to see Biggie. Right. <laughs> there are no bears. <laughs> there are no bears in time travel. I, I didn't put into the loop yeah. the extra 20 minutes I needed, so I wasn't late for work. Ah, crap, we're still going to get there. You just ruined your, your real yeah. self because you lost your job. You can, go, any, you can go anywhere you want. But I, you can I only, want it to be 8 o'clock in yeah. Brooklyn. But you can only go once. Work five minutes ago. <laughs> okay. Alakazam? <laughs> Here, you're late for work in a time you weren't even I'm, alive? I'm better when I'm in a crunch time situation. <laughs> I, I work good under pressure. Thank yeah. you, Will Smith Genie. <laughs> that seems like a great place to wrap up. My off. God. You, uh, that is a video game that needs to happen. Time travel, but you're 20. There's all these things you need to do, but you're 20 minutes late for work. For everything. So, I, gotta, I gotta kill Hitler, but I'm 20 minutes late for work. <laughs> oh, my boss is gonna kill me. But I have to kill Hitler. <laughs> Tom, before, before we actually just... Stop entirely. Do you have anything that you want to plug? 
Uh, yeah, so... New, uh, new music, right? Um, yeah, so... Where to find your bands. I play drums <laughs> how, in how Sick many Minds bands? and Taxi Sorry, Driver. Sorry, you say that again? Because I was talking over oh, it. I, uh, I play drums in Sick Minds and Taxi Driver. Sick Minds just uh, got done recording. Like a, uh, We're going to do a split with a band from Canada. Um, and then there's going to be a single released uh, further down. Uh, we just got done recording that, so we're stoked on that stuff. And then, where can they find Sick Minds Bandcamp? Uh, yeah, Sick Minds on Bandcamp, uh, Facebook. I think it's like Sick Minds BHC or whatever. HXC. Yeah, <laughs> and then uh, I'm out of breath from laughing so hard. Uh, X Six Minds. X-X. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, we're on Instagram and Facebook and everything. And then um, Taxi Driver has a show coming up April sixth. We're playing at O'Brien's with. Two Minute Minor and some other bands, and then we're also playing the following weekend. Um, wait, no, I'm sorry. April sixth is that Maggie's and Quincy April with 6th. the Blue Bloods and oh, nice. yeah, the Blue Bloods and the Welch Boys and the McGonks, and Jesus. then the nice. next weekend the eleventh and twelfth we're playing the eleventh at O'Brien's with that show I said, and then the twelfth is an Oi Fest down in Connecticut with Stars and Stripes. All right, dope. Oi fest. Oi. Yeah. No, oi with, with a oh no with B. With a Y. No B. You say boy fest? Boy fest. B- boy. <laughs> okay. Is that good? Do we want to stop? I think that's pretty good. Do you have I mean, anything else you want to say? Uh, we'll you find guys us, should plug your own things too. Yeah, you can find us on so. Instagram at should have been there last. Uh, the email is should have been there last at gmail.com. Yeah. Send us your takes on this. Yeah, uh, call in, leave a memo on your phone, fucking send that in. Uh, whatever you want, takes for bands. We've posted on the Instagram, any other bands we got coming up. Uh, so if you have takes on that, let us know ahead of time. Or if you think we were wrong about Andy Flag, give us a big, loud, and wrong on that one. Uh, otherwise, I'm old.boy on Instagram. You can find me there. It's just pictures of my dog. And you can yell at me about how I think Andy Flagg should only have made one record. Right on. Uh, I'm Stool at the End on Instagram and Twitter and every sort of form of um, internet, social media. Uh, later in the season, we're going to talk about Weezer, Blink-182, Green Day, Rancid, Alkaline Trio, Against Me, Brand New, Jawbreaker, AFI, Jimmy World, Get Up Kids, Saves the Day, The Bouncing Souls, um, that's a hot first oh list. my god Ooh. here's everybody oh. we grew up on yeah and not um, necessarily in that order because oh we have god. different guests coming in every week and scheduling we're sort of doing tough. like a pop punk early 2000s kill your childhood playlist playlist oh angsty skateboarder yeah Oh, oh I forgot to say my, my tag is at these nuts on Instagram <laughs> at, sorry oh at Tommy D's nuts. I was gonna say, did you get D's nuts? <laughs> that was you were that. I'm Tommy early D's on? nuts. I think um, Tommy, you, you Tom, you're gonna, gonna come back and talk about Green Day with us. I right, Green Day. I can definitely. Yes, I have some very strong, strong feelings, feelings. from I'm a like, kid who used to have a uh, AOL Instant Messenger oh name using them. You saying Bouncing Souls just made me like, like fire up. Hot take. Well, maybe we'll, we'll give have to, it yeah. one. Give it one. Just say real quick. Say so, the name of the album. Uh, how I spent my summer vacation. Okay. Wrong. We're in there. We'll talk about that <laughs> down the line. That's Maybe strange. we'll have you come back and talk that with us too. Because I don't know. I've had a really good time today. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good time. This has been fun. Um, I can't believe you cut off anchors away. Yeah, man. You have a tattoo well, let's, of it. Let's not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This has been Should Have Been There Last. Have a great week.
All right, bye guys, thanks.